Did you hear any of that? No, I I heard two little noises, and then much later on, I heard hello. Do you know what it is? It's it's my upload speed. It's definitely my upload speed. Yeah, clearly just cannot handle a Skype audio chat. That's shocking. That's terrible. No, that's really low. Are, are you are you sure you don't want to give it a wee the boot the give the the router a wee, a wee reset? Just, well, just no, because case. what's that? What's that gonna do? I re well, it re- resets all the connections from you to your provider. But doesn't it just mean I'm still gonna have the same upload speed as it did before? Uh, sometimes it makes a difference. All right. Well, we'll see. If it, if it happens again, if I disappear again, then we'll do it. Yeah, it doesn't take too long. Just a couple. And, uh, yeah, no, but my internet takes ages, and I don't have time. You need to call your provider. You're not a <laughs> poor man anymore. You can afford good internet. Well, I'm poor now because I've booked flights to California and. Now I'm paying for the car and yeah, the accommodation. You pay for internet monthly, right? It's fine. I know, but I pay. I just give it mine to like a black hole slash letting agent. <laughs> so you know, I'm not. <laughs> the money just disappears every month, which already has for this month because I've I've paid it because it's the end of November. It is. It's ridiculous. It's the end of November. Are we do we have like a Christmas themed episode? Well, we're just probably going to record it sometime near Christmas, right? <laughs> yeah, but we can wear like Santa hats or something jingly. Wait, so we can wear hats for uh, audio <laughs> medium. Yes, James. Because no, but then we we, we feel a bit more Christmassy. Do you at know, least. so do you like every time there's an event, some big global event? Are you in costume secretly so on the other f- end of this recording? You know, Guy Fox night. I was setting off fireworks in between your. You answers. were dressed up as a bonfire. I was a bonfire. Yes, I was. Yeah. For 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 Halloween, dressed up as a vampire. You know. Yeah. Sucking blood as opposed to. Nope, nothing, nothing else. Juice boxes. Else. <laughs> yeah, and uh, for other notable days, for Easter, I dressed up as a, a bunny giant rabbit. giant egg. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but obviously, you know, it's it's more to convey. Uh, you know, my joy then is conveyed in audio, and people, you know, just feel better about themselves. Oh, so you think that when you dress up, it makes you happier, and therefore yeah. you sound happier. So, for example, if I did the podcast dressed as Santa, I think yeah. that jolliness would then kind of... It would be conveyed. Would would convert into audio joyfulness. Yeah, you know what doesn't convert into audio joyfulness? Uh, when I can't even hear what you're saying, because your internet <laughs> is so bad. Right, we're going to go restart it now. And whilst we do that... I heard at the end there, audio joyfulness. Let's listen to the Seesaw Parade theme. Smart, I'll go find it on my good internet. Submitted... By our one and only Ross Cray. Ross, this is marvellous. Yes, I'm here. Hello? Don't do this to me. <laughs> it's incredibly cruel. Right, you're hearing me now. I'm hearing you now. Okay. Um, For the next two minutes. <laughs> Can we please, first of all, just reflect on that theme? That is it's amazing. I, I, I've forgotten it. It's been such a long time since you went to reset your internet. Do you know what I like about I've it? I've grown parched and starving. Shut up, James. What I like about it is the fact that the piano melody just slowly but surely goes out of sync with everything else. I think that's what they call jazz. Yeah. 
So I really like that. And also, obviously... Yeah, syncopated tempos and stuff like To that. anybody else who's heard this theme, or last week's theme from, from uh, Kenneth, if you would like to make one, please feel free. And as you heard, the quality does not need to be high. Just make us something. Do it. Well, yeah, they heard that the quality doesn't need to be high from when we were making it. <laughs> That's very true. And when we make the next ones for the next week while. Yeah, and it's been nice not having to do the, the themes. I mean, they take Two up... weeks off. That feels good. Well, technically three because we, te- we take a break. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, I mean, we took a medically enforced break. James, briefly describe why, please. I couldn't breathe. You were in hospital. Yeah, I had a throat infection and it was bad enough that I couldn't breathe when I was sleeping, so... I went into the hospital and then they said, you're staying here for a while. So I did. And it turns out that if you don't plan, if you don't plan to stay in the hospital, you don't think to bring things like a microphone to record a podcast with. The thing is, I asked, I texted James like I usually do. It's like, hey, can you do the podcast tonight? And he's like, no, I am in hospital. <laughs> I am in hospital. And yeah. so the podcast was postponed. Uh, but nonetheless, we're here. We've uh, survived. Yeah, and you know what? I might have been in hospital, nearly died, you know, really dramatic stuff, but at least I didn't have to see Justice League. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Which takes us very nicely onto the first uh, topic of this week's Seesaw Parades, where we talk about the kind of the major things of the week. Uh, this is episode 113, I believe. Yeah, it is. And um, thank you for joining us. That's why I say thank you. For you know, thank you to yeah, everybody. We need to, we need to appreciate our listeners more, Colin. I think we take them for granted. We do. We we th- I think we just assume that they are in somehow in some way interested in our lives. I think I assume that they've already tuned out by the time they get to the start of the podcast. I think the listeners fall into like two two categories. I think there's the ones who actually listen and listen and they enjoy and they learn. You know. The scholars amongst us. <laughs> they learn. Who's ever learned something from us? I'm sure people have learned things. Right. If you've ever learned something from us, it isn't just, <laughs> oh man, I've just learned about a new na- lack of knowledge that Colin and James have. <laughs> Let us know. And then I think there's other people who just have it on in the background, which is fine. That's probably how I listen to podcasts as well. That's yeah. That's the, that's the real way to podcast. And they and they pick up like the occasional tidbit, the occasional bit tit, um, wow, uh, of knowledge. Okay. <laughs> if you learn something, it's that tidbit can be spinnerized in a fun way. Really fun. <laughs> okay, bid tit. Anyway, go. back to the segue that we attempted. <laughs> Justice League, yeah. Now, I'm actually going to flip that, James. We're not going to talk about Justice League first. We're going to talk about flip. Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Because the first trailer came out today. Was it called a teaser trailer or a trailer? That's a very important distinction for me. So so this was the official trailer. This is it. This is the the main one that they've been building up to for, you know, since production started. And it's different to the thing that they screened at San Diego Comic-Con, oh, yeah. um, which I think we talked about. It was leaked online. This is the first official trailer. This is a real trailer. And for the people who don't keep up with the kind of comic book lore, this is the first of the big finale. This is the big one. That Marvel have been building up to since the first Iron Man film. Like 10 years ago. 10 years ago, yeah. All they had a plan films, and it's all come into place. It all comes it. down to this. So... Well, right after Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, Black Panther first, and then this. Uh, let's just have a quick listen to the first wee segment of the trailer. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. Right. James, 
your thoughts on this trailer then? Man, I've only seen it once. This is gonna be this is gonna be weird. I didn't want to watch it twice because I thought, hey, that's way too much of the film for my liking. Uh, but I don't think any of it's really surprising. There's no there's no surprise in this in the story the direct the direction of this film. Basically, Thanos Thanos is pretty great at what he does. He finds the stones. We already know where most of them are, so he goes to those places. <laughs> surprise. Okay. What are, you, what are your initial thoughts, Colin? Kind of along the same lines, but I co- I like the trailer because... It's a good trailer. It is a culmination of everything we've seen. What I'd say is, I cut a couple points. Okay, the, film's, the film was called Infinity War. For the people who, again, don't know, every so often, one of these Infinity Stones, there are six in total, pops up in the film. If you remember the first Avengers, there was a blue thing, a blue glowing thing. That's an Infinity Stone. There was one in Thor, the first Thor. There was one in Captain America. Um, and they kind of pop up here and there and everywhere. And essentially the plot of this is this Thanos, this purple guy who's been kind of popping up now and then, decides to collect all six and essentially Super Ron Perlman. destroy the universe. So, you're right. He knows where the stones are and this film is essentially him collecting them. Yeah, the from st- some beloved ca- characters. And that's the thing. Man, he's gonna, he's, not he, well. he is going to have to go through some, literally go through some beloved characters to get said stones. Yeah. Um, the main thing I had was the characters who weren't in the trailer. That's why I find more interesting. Okay, who wasn't in the trailer, Colin? Probably the most standout one for me is Hawkeye. Now, yeah, that's fair. Before you jump at me and say and say Hawkeye, oh Hawkeye, he oh, was, he's just got a bow and arrow. Rah, rah, rah. He was the probably the crux of what the second Avengers film was kind of roped around. This, like, the the second yeah, half he, of that he film... he brought the group together, rah, rah, rah. They introduced his family. All, yeah. Genuinely, he got a surprising amount of screen time and it was good. He is not in the trailer at all, which I think... They're saving him for trailer too. Which I... Well, I think that tells you something about the direction they're going with him. I think... He dies immediately. Well, n- no, because I think if he did, they'd probably show him at some point. Um, with his family going... Just one last mission. This is the last one. I, I I swear. Yeah. So when you say then we'll build the barn, when you say there's no surprises, I think it's because they're saving it. I don't think they'd ever want to reveal the fact that Hawkeye's family, who we were introduced to in the last film, are going to be killed in some terrible oh, you way. I think his family is going to die, but he isn't. I think he might, but I think his family is certainly are done for. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye, Hawkeye fam. Other people. I mean, I know they're kind of slightly more minor characters. Ant Man. He's not in it. Yeah, I'm assuming he's not in it because they couldn't pick a good bit with him in it that didn't have the wasp and they're keeping the wasp all a secret until that film's out okay you had a few more characters from the most recent thor which were not in it the valkyrie uh was not in it oh yeah well i suppose there, I, I, it seems like thanos just immediately destroys all of the surviving as guardians and loki gives him one of the infinity stones rah, 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 rah. looks like he's betraying him and then later on in the film turns out he was playing the long game he's gonna betray thanos but i think most of the characters from the Thor film are probably dead. Right, okay. So first first of all... This is going to be our summary of everything that isn't in the trailers. It's probably dead. Just to clarify, you think Loki is then going to betray the big bad guy despite... Yeah. Right. Because Loki's been betraying everyone since film one, right? So immediately at the start of this film, he's going to give Thanos one of the one of the Infinity Stones as a, in quotes, betrayal. Which he is seen doing in the trailer. Which we see him do, yeah. There's a few spoilers in the trailer. But we see him give it... And I think that's going to be the whole. Oh man, Loki's betrayed again. But then he's going to double back. He's going to he's going to double betray. He's going to betray everyone, and <laughs> right. save the day and die. 
Yeah. Because everyone's going to die. I don't think it's a spoiler to say some major characters are going to die. I think that's fine. Yeah. I mean, Vision's going to die. I don't want him to, but he's going <laughs> to die. Kevin Feige, who is the kind of the boss of the whole thing, has said that Infinity War and the second film is not so much a sequel, but the next film. It's no longer in a sequel. Yeah. yeah which comes out in, in 2019. Is going oh, sorry, to be. It's no longer a part two. It still is technically a sequel. Yeah. It's no longer a part two. It's going to be a finale, in his words, which means a conclusion to this whole 10 year wow, thing. dictionary call it. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call me. Dictionary Colin. Wow, you really are just rocking these ones out today. They're <laughs> terrible. Yeah, so I think that's good. You know, I think we have too many films where, I mean, yeah, I can't think of. A film apart from Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue One, right. which literally, sorry, spoiler alert, kills off everybody. Yeah, all the ones we like. That is not seen in any blockbuster. It's a very brave story decision, and I, I think we're going to see a lot of characters die in this, and it needs to be done. Who knows, maybe in the future, like they do in the comics, they'll bring characters back to life. I really hope they don't, because there's so many superheroes out there, they can just cycle through them all, start small, get big again, start small, get big again. Instead of just carrying on trying to make the stories bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, which is impossible. Well, well, that's the thing. I think that when Kevin Feige says this is a finale, I think he means it. The only film, which uh, the only films rather that they've announced between now and after Avengers Four, is the Spider-Man sequel with Tom Holland, who's still the young guy. So he's obviously, you know, that's that's fair enough. The only other one is Captain Marvel, which we were going to talk about this last week, has just cast Jude Law, which I think is a great get for them we do, I do, yeah we do like him so the only ones they've cast only captain marvel set in space so that doesn't really affect you know iron man all that and she'll the, save the day somehow in in the in the final she film. will definitely she'll be in the sequel she'll be in the sequel to infinity war guarantee it oh, she'll um, save the day she'll be the one that saves them all in the end oh really yeah why not okay all well, the I'll, all I'll, the og we'll cast they weren't strong enough we just need we just need captain marvel the the thing I'd I'd say is you're right. The I think if they continue doing these like sequel upon sequel upon sequel, you know, if we have like an Iron Man six, I think that that's completely past the point of of, of point. Yeah, some of them are already stale. And Tony Stark, you know, the character of Robert Downey Jr., he's synonymous with that character. I think if you recast it, you would just be like, oh, it's just somebody doing a bad Tony Stark impression, a bad Robert yeah. Downey Jr. impression. I I trust them to be creative enough to think of a new way to take the Marvel franchise in film but who knows where it's going to go i hope i hope this is a, a true end to a cycle and they start something brand new okay well i think that's probably enough of, of marvel shall we hop over to where we, our, uh, our original destination was okay yeah segue complete <laughs> yeah justice league yay right so again for newbies out there justice league as we've discussed before is the rival to marvel it's dc and it's what you call probably the heavyweights of com of comic book lore. So that's Superman, Batman, the big guys, yeah, Wonder Woman, the big guns. You know th those guys, yeah. And uh, Justice League, as we just discussed in the previous episode, is their version of the Avengers, which James described as quite like a. It's not. It's not a great comparison. Was it dirt in your mouth? <laughs> yeah. So it's harsh to say because like they're the, the OG from for a lot of people out there and they're the bigger names for a lot of people out there. But hey, they've failed to make good films, so they've earned it. Okay, so last week we talked about it because it came out and it didn't really set the box office alight, certainly not in the States. It made so much less than Batman versus Superman, which was panned, and way less than, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy and all that. 
I went to see it. I offered James to come and see it with me, but he turned me down. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to see it. And the thing is, I could tell you, James, that was a wise decision. Thank you. Because... I had no doubt in my mind. The thing is, the film is just... It's not good. The film is not good. It's not terrible, but it's not good either. Yeah. I'll start with the good points. In what ways? In what ways? Okay, no, yeah. So what are the what are the good things for you about this film? Right. The Flash, Ezra Miller's Flash, is excellent. Oh, really? I thought I'd hate He's him. really... No, no, no. He's really good fun. He is kind of ideally what you imagined The Flash would be. And it's kind of Ezra Miller charm. It's He's great. He's brilliant. Really, really liked right. him. So that's one out of five main characters is yeah. good? No, no. Well, the thing is, I'd say... You know, the characters themselves. Aquaman is a badass. He's great. Oh, cool. cool. Um, he did Are his powers pretty cool? Like... Are you satisfied? Yeah, yeah, I guess there's not really much explanation of his powers, apart from like a few jokes about him talking to fish, but... Oh, like we make, so they're they're as funny as we are. <laughs> yeah, so as, as opposed to Aquaman, he's just fishman, as you described um, last week. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's quite cool. I'd like to see that as a solo film. Wonder, Mim- Wonder Woman, yeah, great, kind of by the numbers. Batman, I think, kind of, uh, just it's just Ben Affleck, really, isn't it? You know, I don't really care about Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, I think that the direction they took with the new Batman was cool, but I think he doesn't fit the rest of the, f- the, f- the films that they're doing, like the tone. Not that I've seen this one yet. The interesting thing about this uh, incarnation of Batman is certainly in this film, he is already hinting at, like, finding the next Batman. So clearly he's planning to step aside at some uh, point, which may well nice. be the direction that the solo Batman film takes. Anyway, Superman, obviously he shows up. That's not a spoiler. I'm sorry, it's not a spoiler. It, and he shows up with a, 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 bee, a bee stung upper lip. Well, right. So good things. Good things, just very briefly. Good things about the film. Okay, yeah. Good I like, things. I like The Flash. I liked Aquaman. And the the kind of banter the 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 five of them six of them have is is good. I like it. Mostly good. Sometimes good. It's, always it's, good. It's mostly good. Some of the dynamics are better than others. Superman, Flash have a good dynamic. Okay. Uh, Batman, Aquaman, yeah, kind of cool. The, the the problems, however, are numerous. Yeah. Let's see. Just off the top of my head, right? Steppenwolf is the villain. He is entirely CGI. There's so much uncanny valley going on. He just Ooh, looks okay, yeah. he looks like he's made of paper mache and he's about as threatening as a welder's bench. It's just a really, really terrible choice of see, villain. Someone out there has got a phobia of benches. <laughs> and you've just made them want to see this film really bad. Yeah, no, he's he is a dreadful villain. And it's not just because he's entirely CGI and it looks dreadful. The VFX generally are pretty ropey the opening scene which is shot it's it's meant to look like it's shot in a cell phone was obviously done when henry cavill had his mustache and warner (laughs) brothers were told they couldn't shave it off and it's so weird to look at it you're like something doesn't look right here yeah henry cavill looks like he's entirely computer generated but no they've just had to cgi out his mustache but it just meshed out his mustache you can tell it's so obvious so and the VFX is basically ninety five percent done for for most of the film. No, not even that. Like I think I think it's just been rushed. Like a lot of the VFX, it's not just the mustache. You could see huge changes between the, each of the trailers, for example. Some of the over overlapping scenes were hugely different. It's not yeah. Scene. It's not just the mustache. It's just the VFX generally are just not quite there. Like again, I hate to compare it to to compare it to Marvel and the kind of the bigger stuff that they do VFX wise. But it's just not, 
it's almost cartoony. Yeah. You know. Whereas you can look at the Marvel films and even one of their smaller ones like Doctor Strange was Yes, that's why I'd compare it to Doctor Strange. Yes. Doctor Strange visually stunning. This is not even a patch on that. All right. So there's that. Not to mention, yeah, this is Steppenwolf, who was like a baddie from like an 80s um, Skeletor kind of era oh, villain. Nice. Oh, he's just so bad. Next, other problems I have with it. Dialogue, pretty ropey all over. Uh, so poorly written. The cut scenes, which are clearly the stuff we talked about, the reshoots, which are very, very obvious. There's a couple in particular in which like the Flash's hairstyle changes. Oh no! And it's because it was he was like making a joke, and as he as he was making the joke, I was like, okay, this is clearly one that was inserted after the fact. <laughs> I was looking at it, I was like, right, let's just have a look at this shot. It then goes to the next kind of shot in the same scene, and his hair is different. I'm like, come on, it's just, yeah, that's amateur. And other stuff like Batman, who makes a wee quip after a, a, a battle, and that's clearly just been shot on a piece of grass. Like they've just found some grass and they've made Batman <laughs> lie down, and he said his wee quip, and they've chucked it in. Oh, so no. I mean I think the thing is it does help the film it does lift it a little bit it definitely it's the it's like the most humor filled I wouldn't say it's the funniest but it's the most humor filled DC film of this era so far yeah um but yeah other problems character arcs which are completely unresolved cyborg is a mess of a character ooh there's so much going on with him which suddenly is just all fine he's suddenly just part of the team and he's fine with his dad and all this stuff okay, oh, okay. mad um so again, director's cut might have a lot of important scenes in it. True. I would argue the running time, which was less than two hours, I reckon, is too short because it messes out all the character arcs and all this That's stuff what they, they do. That's what they've done for quite a lot of the films that they've made. They've, they've The theatrical cut just doesn't quite have enough of the yeah, story. It so was, they've cut out some important parts. Yeah, it was just too short. And uh, last but not least, uh, Superman's return. Obviously, he's going to come back. It just after no, he spoilers, co- please. After he comes back <laughs> and fights the big bad guy, it's just so easy. It's just like this guy's not even a con. It's not. There's no real threat at any right. point. So the big bad guy is kind of taking on the rest of the team, but then Superman saves the day. Like literally, Superman maybe punches him three times and he's won. Like I'm not right, even kidding. Boring. That is terribly boring. And not to mention the fact that the supporting actors, actresses, have nothing to do. Amy Adams is the third credited actress on the the opening credits of the film. I think she has maybe four scenes in the film. Yeah. Maybe four or five. It's a, it's a fair cast, fair, fairly big cast. JK, again, though, we've got, we've got, we've seen other, other, well, we've seen uh, Marvel. Too, and can I just say, and J.K. Simmons has two scenes in the entire oh. film as Commissioner Gordon. Two. Oh, what? What a waste. What yeah, well, a waste that's the thing. JK. So, all of that together, and it, yeah, it's not terrible, but it's not right. good. So it's just not worth it. No, it's not worth your time. The Flash, certainly. There's a, ver- a couple of very good quips that he has. Other than that, no. Miss it. Alright. Sorry, everyone that was excited for this one. They've let you down again. You surprised? No. I, I think I'm running out of hope every time. Every time DC have a new film in the works, I try to be hopeful for it. I try to find the good signs. I try to look at the positives. But it's kind of like EA making games. You can try all you want, but when it comes out, it's just disappointing and broken. Okay, right. Well, just very briefly on the DC note, Suicide Squad, which we have lambasted at length. Uh, this week, the director, David Ayer, came out and said, yes, he should have made Joker the main villain, which oh, is literally well, what that. everybody was saying the whole time. Right, so he agrees with everyone, but that's not going to make the next film good. I just don't understand right. how he didn't see this at the time. Like, it was so obvious he should have been the main villain. It was not just some sort of side story. 
who barely got any screen time anyway. It was obvious, but they were trying to do something big when they shouldn't. Uh, it's the DC problem. They keep trying to make huge, big, grand films when they should just make something that works. This one, I would say, at least in Justice League, there wasn't quite some big boss fight. I mean, sure, yeah, there was a big fight at the end with lots of, like, sentry soldiers and all that, but it wasn't the chucking lumps of concrete at each other. It wasn't, like, Godzilla. It was a lot of foot soldiers. No, it was, it was like, foot soldiers and lots of, like, hand-to-hand combat with the, yeah, with so the main Yeah, so that can be really cool. And that's probably what we're going to see a lot of in uh, the next... In Infinity War. Yeah, true. Because the trailer literally had that in it. Yeah. So we're not just probably going to see it. We're definitely going to see that. Uh, so uh, as for DC, they've been flip-flopping over what their next film is. Uh, well, obviously Aquaman, but then after that, uh, Flashpoint, which is meant to be the Flash's original film, solo outing. Question marks over that. Two directors have pulled out, so... Oh, wow. Oh, and you've got Wonder Woman too, and Wonder Woman is the one thing that DC have got right. So more of the same, please. I mean, good luck to them. They've got some good characters. They just need to fire the writing staff and fire the creative teams. <laughs> Fire basically everyone. Start again. <laughs> All right, just very briefly on films before we move on. The first, I say trailer, it's not really a trailer. The first kind of footage from The Incredibles 2 came out, which yes. is, I reckon, 13, maybe 14 years after the first film. Yep. Uh, but let's it's just set maybe 13, 14 hours after the first film. <laughs> let's just have a quick listen. You have power! <laughs> yeah, baby! <laughs> first of all the, the question is why do we have this film why is this film a thing because the first one was great because the first one had great characters uh, superheroes are back in fashion and they think they can make money off it i do trust brad bird he's a good guy well, well you know likewise but i mean my question is more with pixar i mean you, you say yeah the film was great it's a fantastic film but why wait over a decade to make a sequel, which, as you say, is looks like it's going to be set like maybe a few months, maybe after the I first think they film. Were, they were waiting until they were sure they had a good idea, because unlike the Cars franchise, which they can throw under a bus and still make a lot of money off without worrying, uh, this is one of their most pr- proud works. That didn't make much sense, but it made sense. I know what you mean. Yeah. So this is one of their biggest things. It was incredible, literally, and they didn't want to ruin it in any way. So they've waited until they had a good story. This is the whole creative team. We're waiting until they had a good story. They were sure they had a good sequel. So I hope they've done it. Um, okay, and lastly, on just on the TV front, House of Cards, another delay to production, oh, yeah. which I guess is kind of uh, expected. They say their next statement is due uh, early December. James, do you think, again, I know... Do you think they would maybe take G- uh, they would maybe take Kevin Spacey back? Is there any chance? Well, I, I suppose it it does hinge on how all the investigations go. He's getting investigated in a lot of places right now, yeah. both internally in this within that studio, but also over here in the UK and in America. So who knows if 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 his reputation was somehow repaired, and they've waited long enough, sure they'd take him back, but I don't think it's going to happen. Surely, with everything that's happened, all the accusations, some of it's going to stick. His reputation's already way down there. He's already a huge risk. So, it's probably not going to be for Kevin Spacey. It's probably just going to be giving the writers more time to work out how on earth to fix the story. Well, that's well, that's my question, I guess, is, you know, they probably already know that they can't take him back. So, why are they not just 
immediately putting a indefinite halt to the production, telling everybody that they're rewriting it and then doing it because they're just putting on like fortnightly holds at this point. Yeah, and everyone gets paid for those. So I don't, I don't really know. It's a huge loss, lots of um, investment into just wasting time. So maybe they think that resh- like starting up again is just around the corner for whatever reason. They're confident that they're going to be filming again soon. So they've kept everyone basically on set. But who knows? I don't know what they're going to do with this, how they're going to fix it. I think it was already not so great. And now that they've lost the most important part of the show, it sh- I don't really see a way out for them. Well, just on if we're talking about TV shows, I've started watching Peaky Blinders. Oh, you have? I've, I've watched... Two seasons. So season four started on BBC, I think, last week, maybe two weeks ago. And because it was one of these shows, which I've always meant to watch, but never did, I finally started watching it. The first two seasons are on Netflix. Just finished the first season yesterday. I thought it was excellent. I think it is excellent. I'm glad we really agree. Good, really good. Although I th- what I thought was funny was Sam Neill being Irish. Well, he is Irish. Wait, what? Sam Neill, he's Irish. I thought he was Australian. Isn't Sam Neill Irish? Well, he was in... Wait, hold on a second. Right, simultaneous Google. Because, oh. In fact, I'm going to let you Google. I thought he was Australian. You shouldn't. I'm reaching I'm reaching all around microphone cables to get this done. Because he's in Hunt for the Wilder People, Taika Waititi. Oh, no, yeah, he's totally from New Zealand. We're there we go. Wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, so I knew he was, like, from from, from there. <laughs> from there. Australia, New Zealand. Australia, I mean, New Zealand, much yeah. closer. I just... I don't know you know where I get my facts from. Right. Do you know the reason the reason why? Because I know Sam Neill from Hunt for the Wilder People, which is a New Zealand film. And he's he's amazing in that. Which we love. And again, if you've not seen it, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. You'll thank us later. It's a great wee New Zealand film. He's like one of the main characters, and I thought, right. So he's just a Kiwi or a Aussie, which I right. you know Aussie Kiwi. Aussie like literally Kiwi. Kiwi. Come on. They're you can't just go, oh, maybe he's still an Aussie. <laughs> no, we've just Googled it. Okay, they're kind of similar, but I was in the right continent area. You're in the right hemisphere. Yeah, okay. When I saw him in Peaky Blinders, I thought, that is a great Irish accent. Uh-huh, yeah. But there was there was just there was just one episode where he said the word now. Right. And it wasn't it wasn't quite there. And I was like, the oh. Right. Yeah. You can see, yeah, with most of these things, with specific regional accents that maybe we're more familiar with, you can, you can find little uh, problems. Oh, no, but he was great. I can't say, I can't say I noticed. He was wonderful. Um, so you've seen one season. So yeah, I literally finished season one last night. So season two is obviously next. Um, however, yeah, well, that's how it works. Yeah, I now noticed that uh, the Punisher, Marvel's The Punisher, is on Netflix too. All right, and you haven't watched that? Nope, not watched that. And I have. I've seen that. Uh, have you watched Godless yet? Nope. Have you? Have you? We, we spoke about that. I've watched that. Uh, have you had? To, well, I suppose you've been ill. I've been ill. I've had loads of spare time. Okay, well let's. Uh, I'm. I'm going to try. In fact, so I'll what's put, next week's homework? And one of those seasons has to be next week's homework. Uh, what would you what would you say? What would you want to talk about first? Well, I've seen them all, so you just pick which one you want to watch first. Okay, well, Punisher's been out longer, so let's go for Punisher then. Right, so Punisher is going to be next week's homework. We can talk about it next week, and then probably the week after that. Sounds good. Godless, and then who knows? We'll talk about Peaky Blinders in the future too. Yeah, we'll probably, probably. go back to that. Okay. Uh, let's talk about some news news, shall we, James? News news. News news. Uh, news news this week. Being the North Korea is back again, back in the headlines. Yeah, it is. Yeah, how do we how do we break from the headlines? Didn't do too much. Actually, that's a lie because one of the border guards uh, defected. I almost yeah. said defected, but then it didn't. <laughs> uh, one of the border border guards defected, and that was huge news. And then they fired all of their new their that team of border guards and put new ones out. So 
Did you see the Did you see the they video? They had news. They just didn't have world threatening news. I didn't see the video. There's no. a There's a footage of the guy like speeding past the border <laughs> checkpoint, defecating, and yeah, he's defecating over to South Korea. It's mad. And then all his colleagues just start shooting him. And then the South Koreans. Yeah. I mean, he made it. Yeah, they drag his unconscious body over the border, and now he's he's okay. Yeah, apparently, on him, he made it. Apparently, he enjoys watching uh, CSI because the South Korean surgeon has been giving interviews. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but no, North yeah, but Korea. No, North Korea are back in because they fired another missile. Right. So, Kim Jong Un's Kim Jong Un Kim Jong Un. Give him his proper his Christian name, his Sunday name. Kim Jong Un's right. uh, latest ballistic missile flew ten times higher than the International Space Station and twice as high as any satellite in low Earth orbit. Right. Cool. Um, so I don't it know, also it, came back down. It came, it came back down. It didn't just like shoot off into space and is currently heading yeah, for Mars. It's not orbiting. No. They're not shooting down the moon. Uh, so shoot if you look at like a picture of it, it's quite it's quite impressive. They've got some some clever people have mapped out where it went. Yeah. If you imagine like a rainbow. But really squashed. So if you might, yeah, imagine, just imagine a stick with me, a rainbow yeah. shape, but you parabola. squish it, and yeah. so it's a much a higher arch. Oh, a high parabola. Yeah, high parabola. That's the one, high parabola. So it's literally an, just gone an arch. Way if, up. There's so many ways to describe this, aren't? Hey kids, imagine a rainbow. <laughs> Sorry, that's a wrong came. shape. That's and just came. one color, a line. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to mind. Um, so what Colin so is saying is this worked exactly how you think. Well, no, because I would have imagined a missile just kind of goes up in a general kind of arc and then goes back down. This one went really high and then went all the way back down, yeah. but not that not that far from where they but shot it. The higher you go, the less fuel you need to get further around the Earth. So essentially what they're saying is that this missile could hit the US? It could, well, it can definitely hit uh, West Coast. Right. It they they they're they're debating whether or not it could take down the capital. I think if you have to have that debate, it's a worry, right? Because they right. can hit some major cities already. Okay, well, briefly, here's what Donald Trump had to say about it. A missile was launched a little while ago from North Korea. I will only tell you that we will take care of it. We have General Mattis in the room with us, and uh, we've had a long discussion on it. It is a situation that we will handle. At least, I mean, at least he didn't call him short and fat this time. He didn't call him short and fat. He did call, he did, he did call someone Pocahontas this week. He did. Oh, it was dreadful. While talking at a, oh. a yeah, a war, a war thing. And today he has retweeted. And, yeah, and today he retweeted. Far right British anti-Muslim people, which was Britain lovely first. of him. He retweeted Britain first, uh, being the group that, basically is responsible for the murder of Joe Cox. Not by planning, but by their message. Although the Prime Minister, actually, Theresa May's come out and said it was wrong for him to share those videos. So that's, that's Was it Theresa May or was it Theresa May's staff? Because she hasn't actually made a statement yet. Has uh, she? Downing, it's Downing Street. It's not her. It's Downing, Downing Street. Street have said it, but I want Theresa May to be on camera and literally saying it. Because this, this, is, a re this is horrible, what he's done. So, yeah, so a spokesman said Britain first used hateful narratives which peddle lies and stoke tensions, which is fair. It's true. Um, yeah, well, yeah, exactly, yeah. And the fact that Donald Trump is retweeting that to his, what, 44 million followers? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a really bad thing. It's mind-boggling. It's not surprising anymore, the lows that, that Donald Trump reaches when he's uh, sitting on the toilet for 30 minutes, twittering without any supervision. Uh but really, we need a stronger, a stronger shout back from from our from our leadership here. 
Although they are debating whether or not to let him into the country, so hey. The thing is, if he does come to this country, there'll just literally be protests wherever he goes. I mean, that's just a fact. Yeah, protest live. <laughs> See, self parade protest live. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, North Korea, are we, are we concerned? Are we concerned here in Britain? Not really. We're kind of as far away as we, I think as we can. The world be. needs to be a wee bit concerned because, well, if someone starts nuclearing things, we all die of nuclear. That's, that's just how it works. That's very true. I learned that from the great man. Your dad? Uh, no, Donald. Um, <laughs> All right. No, because it's it because if 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 someone starts firing them, everyone's going to fire them, and then the world ends. That's just the way it is. So there's some discussion about whether or not North Korea is actually using like using these as a first strike, or they're saying it's their defense thing, like we all have them for. But come on, yeah, we don't. Come know, on. So. It's a, it's a wee bit scary. It's, it's just a wee bit scary. Okay, last but not least, uh, the story which dominated the headlines on Monday, the announcement of the royal wedding. Oh man, between I've forgotten already. Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle, who is from Suits, US actress. She's, she, she's quitting Suits for this, right? She has I, to. I, I would imagine so. Well, I don't know, actually, because Prince William did his whole helicopter pilot thing for a while. Well, yeah, but he's he's the prince, the prince half of it. Uh, I suppose she'll just have to do lots of like royal meetings and. So- well, I, mean, I can imagine she must have something on the go. She must be allowed to do. Nah, she'll just do charity work for the rest of her life. Oh no, you can't. She'll do start that. up a foundation so for whatever, and then she'll start up another foundation for whatever, and then she'll go about the country raising money for those things. And she's got ties to America, so she can do it there too. Did you see uh, all the 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 fawning TV news coverage at all? No, I I really just wanted to avoid all media whenever there's a good or bad story about the royal family i try to just not read or hear about it because it's just all so tinted okay so i don't i don't dislike the royals but i'm not i don't dislike the royals either yeah i'm not like gonna be out there singing god save the queen when they get married yeah, I don't. I, I don't dislike the royals, but I also don't like the royals. Yeah, yeah. I, I frankly could not care less if Prince Harry's getting married. Obviously, some people do. A lot of people do. So yeah, and because people do, we have to talk about. But it. I think, I think probably more in Scotland than down south, people just don't care about the mo- the monarchy. No, I mean we're not even getting a holiday for this one. So. Yeah, we're not even getting a holiday. Come on. Come on. If you're gonna make us all go through the torture of celebrating someone that we don't care about at least give us a holiday to do it right but this is the <laughs> thing like this is the good things imagine what happens when the queen dies i think we've done this before imagine what's going to happen when the queen dies it's going to be this around the corner we're going to have to like what have are we going to do enforced patriotic patriotic mourning for dozens of weeks in a row all wearing black and not doing anything productive because we're so sad that someone died <laughs> like without <laughs> without being Kind of too mean about it. When the Queen does eventually die, and we do yeah, it's gonna the happen. show, it's going to be like, this week, and we spend like 10 minutes talking about Marvel, and then we talk about, like, I don't know, some Netflix show. Films, we're going to talk about... Then we talk about North Korea, or like another UK election, and then lastly, as the kind of, and finally, oh yeah, and the Queen died. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> a big bit of news. We're going to have to change all our currency. No, but, yeah, I know, but what are we, you know, people who don't, particularly care i mean i know that sounds a bit harsh but we don't really care what are we meant to do about I it don't know her. she's never said hello to me not even that much why why would i why would i mourn someone my mum touched her son's leg once that that's 
that's that been Prince Charles. Weird, she was no, she he was tugging no, she was tugging her his waistcoat, and that's not a euphemism. She literally was pulling his waistcoat, pulling his waistcoat. I yep. mean, yeah, your mum is an affectionate person, but that's that's like the closest most of us are gonna be. We're gonna have a story where like someone I'm related to vaguely interacted with the royals. My dad had lunch with them, and now I've got to mourn their death for fifty days. Like I, I hear this is again, again. I, I thought this Samuel was from Ireland, so I may be wrong here, but we're not gonna have any like comedy shows on TV for two weeks or something after she dies. Just mandatory ban on all humor. <laughs> I don't know if that counts for radio or podcast, but definitely on TV. It, that that can't be a thing. I, I, you can look up, look it up, everyone. This is your other homework this week. Is just to go look up the procedures that the UK is going to go through when the monarch dies. It is mind. Is that actually a procedure? Yeah, yeah. There's going to be no no humor on TV. Like all the the BBC News. I know for a fact that they've got a black tie in their studio at all times, so that the male anchor can switch into a black tie as soon as the Queen dies. Right here we go. Oh well. Okay. All, there's all these things about like what happens when the when the monarch dies. It's very weird, and and like I, you being in the news might not. Have you ever have you ever rehearsed for the for the death of a monarch? We have an obituary ready to go. We literally yeah. yeah so we, there's we've all got that stuff ready to go. Yeah, because we, yeah, it's, yeah it's we've also got one for Billy Conley, so that shows how important the that's the level oh, the Queen is super at. important. But also, I don't think the the nation's going to mourn the guy as much as they are going to mourn Queenie. I mean, uh, granted, when she dies, whoever gets the n- the network rights is going to have the most viewers ever of all time. <laughs> it's going to break all records for people watching whatever channel it is that is is streaming her funeral. And it will be one of those things, which is, where were you when the Queen died? In my bed. Was recording Cecil Parade. Okay, right, that's probably enough for this for this week. I'll have my black tie on hand <laughs> in all future recordings. And then the somberness will transfer through to the airwaves. And with exactly. that... You dress up. You, you, you dress the part, you feel the part. He's gone full circle. Okay, James, thank you so much. I'll speak to you. Hopefully, not from a hospital next week. Yeah. Yeah, my voice is back. So that's Yay. Good. Okay, cheerio. Bye. Uh, goodbye, Colin, and goodbye, dearest and other listeners, too. <laughs>